Hey, you found the Bear Rugs, a quirky duo of podcasters clawing at you three times a week. On Mondays, we talk, banter, and ramble about a multitude of topics. Wednesdays are reserved for Ask a Bear Rug. We take the spiciest questions from our listeners, so be sure to hop on the site and send us a few. Fridays, we save those for movie and television series reviews. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the den. What's up, everyone? I'm James. And I'm Jeremy. And, and we're, we're the, the Bear, Bear Rugs. Coming at you live in at least 720p. Not really sure, to be honest. So grab yourself a spicy soda and greasy snack. Then apologize to your cardiovascular system. And let the sweet baritone ravings of the Bear Rugs fill your head. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. And without further ado, let's get into let's it. Let's get into it. It is Friday. Movie review. What movie, movie are we reviewing today, review. dude? We are against uh, our better judgment, or baby, because of our good judgment, reviewing The Sound of Freedom. The Sound of Freedom! <laughs> and I've, I've found from just asking friends and acquaintances, hey, have you guys heard of Sound of Freedom? I'm like, oh, and talking 10. About, like, what are you talking about, Sound of Freedom? There's a movie out right now called The Sound of Freedom. And uh, there is. Yeah. <laughs> A um, little bit of a backstory about it. It's it was created by, mainly created by Jim Caviezel, aka Jesus, from the Passion of the Christ. Not actually, he's not actually Jesus. I yeah, just, some people might have needed that clarified. It didn't occur to me. Throw it out there. But yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, he's been trying to get it made for quite a while. Um, five years. Well, he made it. He didn't try to get it made. He made it, okay. and it was on the shelf for five years. So, 20th Century Fox. Uh, owned it, okay. Finance, whatever. And uh, five years ago, Disney bought 20th Century Fox, as we all know. And a lot of movies I was really looking forward to got shelved because of that. Um, really? Yeah, including like, well, I can't remember it even off the top of my head. But they've they've Disney shelved. was just like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Well, some of them were made, and they're just like, put it on the shelf. We're not releasing it. And you're like, why okay. would you do that? But that's what they did with this movie. And when Jim Caviezel's like, well, I still want people to get this message. And make no mistake, The Sound of Freedom shows something that people need to be aware of. It's got, it's got think, a good message. I think we're um, okay to talk about the message before spoilers. Oh, 100%. Okay, okay. But go ahead. Um, but anyway, Disney would not give him his rights back, and they also wouldn't release it, which I think Damn, is Damn, that's kind of scummy. Odd. That's kind of scummy, man. Yeah. Worth looking into, digging into. Um, but Jim Caviezel, what's kind of surrounded this movie with a little bit of controversy and made some people not really, uh, keen to go watch it is Jim Caviezel has become like kind of a far right proponent. Mega QAnon. Yeah. yeah. So in a, in a recent, um, kind of like rally, like, uh, re- Republicans for whatever rally or something, he, uh, he brought up the adrenochrome. <laughs> he, br- he brought up the adrenochrome thing, which, if you're not aware, adrenochrome is an alleged drug derived from the adrenal glands of tortured children. And there are, and it's mainly like a QAnon sort of conspiracy. A, 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 that all the... A cobble of rich people, cabal, <laughs> of rich people, cobble. so like... So like Jeffrey Epstein, but but like Hillary Clinton, but like Hillary Clinton George Clooney, like people like that. Why did George Clooney get wrapped in? I, it? I don't know. I'm just throwing things just out there. Just as young, his good looks. Yeah, but uh, I mean, celebrities and politicians that they are in these secret clubs, torturing children and drinking their and drinking their adrenal, adrenal fluids fluid. to get high. Couple issues with this. Okay, one, if that was an actual thing. We would have heard about it before now. Two, there's not a single doctor, scientist, anyone on earth that have come and been like, yeah, you could do that. That's a thing. That works. Yeah, I'm not. we're not saying they're doing that, but you can do that. No one's even saying that. So it's just okay. like this crazy thing. It sounds like something out of a sci-fi novel. Yeah, I mean, adrenochrome um, does exist, but like to Now, if you were to accuse it. high-ranking politicians or celebrities of possibly abusing children, then I'm like, I'm sure there's some out there. Because as we know, there's already like powerful religious leaders that have been oh, yeah. caught doing that. Um, it stands to reason that there's also 
politicians and other people in power that probably partake in trafficked individuals, including children. So he's not off base there. But for the sake of adrenochrome, Pizzagate, like all that, if you're a sane person, you need to distance yourself from those conspiracies. Yeah. Now, disclaimer, that's not specifically what the movie's about, but it no, is. No, it is about generally something that is actually happening and is actually a And huge it's based problem. on a true story, yeah. With that being said, what are your thoughts on the movie? All Go right. through your usual rundown yeah. of the acting and the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so again, uh I did try to go I, I, I have I have one score for this, but I do want to mention that one of the things that I took into account of, of this movie is that I I obviously scored it based on the fact that it's a movie and for the sake of a movie, how it was structured. Um but I did take into account the message as well and uh the message itself is, I would say, independent of my score. I want to make sure to state that, right? Me, um, me as well. I'm rating it as a movie, not as a tool to better society. Yeah, which, in, if you want my honest opinion on that, I think that the movie is a fine way to raise awareness for that. But I think that the follow-up of the campaign, <laughs> for without, without criticizing too much, uh, is a failed effort. I don't think that... Uh, number one, I think that the movie was custom tailored for a specific demographic to kind of enjoy. And I'll, I'll go into that here in detail in a minute. Um, I think that it's great that the movie is raising awareness to something that is a major problem, not only in other countries, but in the United States as well. Right. I think that's great. Uh, but to say that this movie is going to turn heads or change minds or, or stimulate action to me is not true at all. I think that people are going to watch this movie. I think they're going to have a feeling about it. And then I think they're, it's going to fade out in my opinion. Um, but we'll go into that in a minute. So as far as a movie goes, my rating is it's a 6.5 out of 10. Um, I want to say that overall, uh, I wasn't, Disappointed that I was watching the movie. Um, I did notice uh, it, it's very heavily troped. Um, so we'll start with the story. I thought the story was pretty good, to be honest. I think the first, and again, it is based on a true story. And I think that uh, one of the things that they did that was really neat about the movie is that they actually provided some B-roll of, you know, not only what happened, like you get to see, you know, some some video there, but also of like, how quickly these abductions can happen. Like, and this is like intro scene stuff. So it's not major spoilers, but, uh, the story itself was actually pretty good. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was, uh, it was very easy to follow. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. I thought the pacing was really good to a point. I think that, that it kept you captivated for a while, but about midway through, you're kind of done. You're like, all right, we're, we're good. Some of the decisions that they made too, once the pacing kind of started to drop, uh, I would have gone a different route with it personally. Um, I think my route would have been a little bit heavier, but uh, pacing overall wasn't terrible. The writing too was okay, but there were definitely some moments. Some of the dialogue stung, yeah. Yeah, there were definitely moments, uh, specifically like mulligans or MacGuffins. There were a lot of MacGuffin situations, which uh, kind of disappointed me. Um, they definitely tried to slide some humor in there, which is, I guess, good. Uh, considering the context of the uh, of the movie overall, um, so the writing was okay. Uh, the characters, I, I don't want to call them one dimensional, but they weren't three dimensional. You know what I mean? Uh, they're they're you know what the characters are. You know what they're trying to do. Everything that the characters say. Um, there, there's definitely some characters that have monologues that are uh, well done monologues, but it's not like you kind of already expected that from the character. If that makes sense. They're very, they're very predictable characters. If that, you know, I don't, I don't know how else to put it. Uh, they, they leaned heavily on tropes, and every single one of them kind of played to their trope, in my opinion. As far as the soundtrack goes, I mean, it fit for the movie. Uh, it wasn't anything to write home about per se. Uh, I, I got the impression I and I I interject here because I distinctly remember it. 
I was, we were probably a third of the way into the movie and I was like, I think, and I became versed in this because of this podcast when yeah. we were searching for sounds for our intro and outro. I was like, I think this is public domain yeah, music. Yeah, like royalty free. I don't think they hired a guy to make the score. Yeah, I think they found royalty free music. It definitely feels royalty free. There's definitely some uh, recycled, uh, I guess you'd call them bridges. I don't know. Um, you hear the same shit a lot. It's uh, it is royalty. It does have a royalty free vibe to it. But for the movie, I mean, it's it did it did what it needed to do. Um, a little bit too much wailing for me. And yeah, but you know, I'm not gonna knock it for that. It, it was okay. I mean, the soundtrack was fine. It was the Lion King in reverse. They're like they can't get us on copyright infringement if Bro, we play it backwards. The Lion King, though, fuck, that's a fire soundtrack. You're digressing me, but anyway, that's what I have for that. Um, overall, six point five out of ten for me. What do you got? Um, so again, I'm gonna parrot what you said. I am judging it as a movie, not as a message. vessel with which to get a message across. When, 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 which is what it is. Let's make no mistake. It's not trying to make a bunch of money it's not trying to win an oscar it's trying to get the word out there that this is a real issue it's happening under our noses it gets worse every year check it out um so i'm, I'm rating it as a movie and as a movie it's got things like the possibly public domain score it's got the cheesy dialogue it's got the uh really bad tropes um, and we'll get into it in the spoilers, but there's even a point where I thought if it was a good movie, it would have ended. Yeah. And I th- even think it would have been better as a, oh, 100%, a, a message vessel 100%, 100%, 100%, when, it, when it got there. 100%. And we'll get into that in the spoilers. So I, as a movie, I'm giving it like, I don't know, maybe five, five out of 10. Um, I, I'm not ever going to watch it again. <laughs> not Damn, for entertainment, not otherwise. Again. I'm not going to sit with someone else while they watch it. Um, and it's not like the content was bad or rough. It's just, no, it's just not. I mean, I was never I bored, I, but yeah. I would be if I watched it again and I from the second it and, came I couldn't on sit through it again. I'd be like, bro. Yeah. I've, I've seen it. I've <laughs> been there. No. And so it gets a five and, and yeah. just with the lack of quality around it. And again, for whatever reason, had trouble drumming up funding and getting people behind it. So half of it was funded by angel studios, which, Gonna go out on. I ain't even gonna get into that stat. Well, I guess we Christian organization. I guess. Um, And then I think it's got some crowdfunding behind it and stuff like that. The way that I'm obsessed with fucking a twenty four, I kind of never want to see an angel movie again. If I'm being honest, (laughs) like if if it's got angels brand on it, I I probably don't think I want to watch it. To be honest, well, so like that this shit's some like for. Dog shit Hallmark. Not like for, some Hallmark videos are good. You know what I mean? For people that also want some context and the education he puts behind this, there were two, three Angel Studios trailers before the movie. Oh, we're talking about the trailers before we go to so you, So you get a pretty good idea of, of what Angel Studios is trying to publish got. and what they're proud of putting their brand on. That's fair. I shouldn't have just said that. Yeah, I mean... Five out of ten, huh? The world's best artists aren't. How'd you feel about the writing? Um, Nothing to write home about. It had decent pacing, like you said. It followed very loosely, I'm sure, a true story about Tim Ballard, the actual federal agent who decided to go down there and help. Um, And by go down there, this it happens in Colombia. I Um, think they had a cameo of him too in the beginning. I'm almost positive that was him. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um. It's okay. It's All five right. out of ten. All right. Um, it's, it's just it's just a movie, there, man. I mean, there was a few parts that made me chuckle, whereas like they're obviously trying to make you chuckle. There's a few parts where they try to make you chuckle where you don't chuckle. Like it's <laughs> there's parts where the they basket, don't want you to chuckle, the, and I was fucking giggling. Yeah, but I felt like we had some you problems. Son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. The, we'll right, get, we'll get into it. In too. Um, so the acting, Jim Caviezel did a. Excellent job oh, he, acting. He and he's a good it. actor. I don't, QAnon or not, 
He crushed it, man. You can't. You he's can't an deny actor. It. He's an actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. actor. He's a good actor for sure. Um, the kids, and he's committed to being a good actor. He puts in the work. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, the children, fucking amazing, all amazing bro. acting. It's fucking like, amazing. How do you teach a kid, kid to act to, that well? They do good. Yeah, they killed it. They did well. Um, and then one of the traffickers, like the first one they approached, that said he needs help with like little John Waters pencil mustache. Good acting. Like yeah. I thought that guy was a great actor. I was all right with the um, Colombian guy too. The the with the Hawaiian shirt and stuff like that. No, 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 guy, no, no, say, no, no, no. He was no, the no. most unbelievable no, the Colombian. Colum- the Colombian. Te- the Colombian police officer. He did all right. I mean, oh yeah, he yeah. didn't have crazy lines or anything. I mean, he's a Colombian police officer, right? So yeah, like, I get it. So, <laughs> yeah, bro, that guy, fuck me, dude. Yeah, he comical. He, he's part, and maybe he was for uh, largely comic relief. That guy's been in some shit too. Has he? Yeah, I forget his fucking name, but he's been in some shit. I've seen him in a couple of movies. Uh, what's his name? Is it? Is it Bill Camp? I think it's Bill Camp. Is it? Let me pull that. What shit was up. his name in the movie? In the movie, is Sound of Freedom not got an IMDb yet? Vampiro. Yeah, that's him. Bill Camp. Let's see what else this guy's done. Bro, this guy was like, uh, yeah, he's done. I, I'm pretty sure he's been in some fairly. He's from Massachusetts, and his name's Bill Camp, and he was playing a Colombian drug lord. So that's all you really need to know. Ex-Colombian drug lord. Um, <laughs> God bless. And he didn't even attempt a Colombian accent. His name is Vampiro. <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of. So I don't think his name's even. He was in 12 in Years a Slave. That's right. That's what, that's what, and he was in Joker. He was the cop, the douchebag cop. He's in the Queen's Gambit. Uh, is he? I wonder yeah. what he did. He must have done something small I'm, in that. Mr. Scheibel. Oh, he was the fucking janitor. That's, that's a right. good role, dude. He fucking killed it in that role, dude. Yeah. Bro, he killed it in that role. He was Alfonso. Oh, he was in Molly's kitchen. Game? I don't fucking know. I told you he's been in some shit, man, for sure. Black Mask, Gold, Aloha, Love he's, and Mercy, bro, the New World. Bro, he's been he was in Vice. He was Gerald Ford in Vice. He played President Gerald Ford yes. and a Colombian and drug. And a Colombian drug lord. Man's <laughs> got, got range, range, bro. Yeah, he's in All Loving right. and Birdman and Hostiles. I've and seen him in a lot of shit. And yeah, Jason Bourne, I've seen him in he there. He was in the one of the old great Gats. Black Mass, really? Uh, Black Mass wasn't great. No, it wasn't. Lincoln, he was Mr. Jolly. Public Enemies. He was in Rounders, which is one of my favorite. Damn, bro. Yeah, he was in a lot of cards. shit. That's that's fair, dude. He was in a lot of shit. The Mississippi Grind. He's not um, in that. But that's another movie with cards he, I like. To, to be honest, though, his character was. Uh, he was rough. Yeah. Yeah, his character was the... Um, However, I will give him credit. His little monologue about what turned him good. around from a life of crime... He did good. ...was delivered well, and it was also well-written. Yep. And uh, and it's the it's the first clip I ever saw this movie, and it's what got me to go see it and be interested. Yeah. So, kudos on him there. Yeah, it's a moving, it's a moving monologue. I was really impressed by it, too. I remember that. I remember thinking that. Like, damn, they did really good there. I, as a whole, would say... First of all, like was mentioned before, there's free tickets available. Yep, free tickets. If and you, the reason that those are out there is because it's not here to make money. It's because he wants people to know. Yep. That, that it's he's trying to raise awareness of this uh, very bad situation. Um, situation that's been going on for a long time. Uh, not and apparently not getting any better. It's got a 76 um, dog, on Rotten Tomatoes, which is interesting. It was 85 a couple days ago, so uh, it's going down, but. Man, you know what's really fucked up, dude? Webcamming has made, like, the whole entire sex trafficking industry, like, a thousand times worse, man. It's, like, fucked up. Because now it's, like, people don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that they're told that they're going to make all this money and do, you know, and it's and it's even more isolated, right? How hard, how fucking hard is it to catch that? You know what I mean? You it's a webcam spe- on a VPN. Speaking of webcaming, because and telling people they're going to make a lot more money than they make, and the, man, we're really getting out of like movie territory here. Yeah. But uh, while I'm thinking about it, so <laughs> I keep seeing like fifty to seventy year old, really conservative like parents of friends and stuff getting on Omegle. Keep, keep posting like inspirational videos. 
and like with doing like the hand clap and like the praying hands and stuff. <laughs> the videos are Andrew ah, Tate. Ah, the tater tot, dude. And I'm they like, don't fucking know, and, 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 bro. And they don't. They they're completely they're so ignorant clueless, to the fact dude. that they're they're posting videos and saying like of a straight up sex trafficker, a dude. Sex trafficker, a world dude, class up. sex trafficker. It's fucked up, bro. Because he says things like a man should be a man and watch out for women, yeah, and then they don't realize that he he's, he's like fucking not. He's ahead doing of the that. fucking yeah. <sighs> I, sad, every time bro. I see, it, I've, I keep seeing it, and every time I I've gotten out of the. You business, need to just post a comment that's no, like a link of I'm him not, being I can't, a sex trafficker. I can't. I stay out of that stuff now, man. That's fair. Anymore, like I used to, because this is reoccurring with this same group of people. And I used to get in there and be like, hey, listen, this guy's not someone you want to be posting about. Like, you're, you're fancy yourselves, wholesome church going folk. This man is a. Keep going. Is a relentless rapist yeah, and like, trafficker. Like, very. like, And just because when, he's good at giving, like, advice that you find to be what your beliefs are aligned with doesn't make this not a bad person. Yeah. And I think they hear his advice and they just assume, Oh, that must be a good that's young a, man. That's a, that's a not realizing young lad that he's there. making these videos in between stints in jail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and in between court proceedings <laughs> in a foreign country that he went to specifically to out of his own mouth to avoid the, sex laws. Yeah. So fucked up, man. It's, it's crazy. It's just yeah. absolutely crazy. Um, <laughs> okay, back on the movie. Back though. on the movie. Um, let's go into the trailers. So, uh, Angel Studios, they got man, they got some cooking up, dude. They got a bunch of them. So one of them, I don't, I have no idea who this nun was. Who's this woman? This Italian nun that had to go to New York. Catalina, Cata, Cata. I don't, remember, I don't know, man. man, bro. I almost fell asleep in the trailer, dude. All right, but it had John Lithgow in it, which disappointed me even more in John Lithgow. <laughs> yeah. He plays like the asshole who won't let her live her best life, but they had that one. But then he like, after some tough love, it seemed like he warmed to her. In the, the, trailer. the trailer. Yeah. Um, all of the, I'm going to be honest, man. All of the movies look like they were filmed by the same guy. <laughs> to be honest, they're using the same. One of them literally said from the maker of Sound of Freedom before okay, the trailer. Okay. So they there are, they there are made go, by dude. the same guy. It's like, it's like they have a camera crew of like 10 people and they just bang, Churn decided to bang out like five Churn of these. Them out. Yeah, there was, there was another one that uh, I guess multiverse is kind of a thing right now. You know, you got it going on with Marvel. You got uh, everything everywhere all at once. And so, of course, we needed a... Uh, no offense, but right wing Christian um, multiverse one called The Shift. Dog, I've never seen a more disappointing. And it had a pretty good uh, comedian in it. I forget what her name is. Maybe she's not a comedian. She looks like, a, like one of those comedians. You know what I'm talking about? It's called The Shift. Let me pull it up in IMDb. Um, but yeah, the, the premise is like two people meet each other uh, at a bar. You know, you're strapping typical classy white man. And uh, it's got Neil McDonough in it, who's, uh, I thought he was kind of, <laughs> I thought he was kind of out of uh, acting, right? The benefactor. I've seen him in a couple things. I don't remember what all he's been in, but he's usually a villain. Yeah. It's oh. got Sean Astin. Oh, yeah. It's got fucking Mr. Frodo, sir. Yeah, so the, the guy that plays the benefactor, he's been in so many things. He's yeah. a big time character. All actor. kinds of shit. He kind of looks like Ray Liotta's like bro- brother or something. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the guy meets a girl, the guy, and they start hitting it off. What is her fucking name, dude? Emily Rose? No, it's Elizabeth. Elizabeth Tabish, I think, is who it is. Yeah, this looks like that girl. Yeah, she kind of looks like the. Was it Sarah Silverman? I don't fucking know what the actress's name is, or the. The comedian. She kind of so, looks Sarah like her. Silverman's a comedian, yeah. Yeah, she kind of looks like her. But anyway, they meet each other at a bar. They're talking and, oh, what if something terrible happens? You know, and then apparently he gets in a car wreck. This benefactor fucking shifts him into an alternate reality where there's some sort of 1980, what is it, 1989? Is that that? 1984? Orson Welles. 1984 type yeah. shit going on. Did you just say Orson Welles? Yeah, I didn't know who it was. No. 
Who the fuck was it? 1984 is uh, oh, the guy man. who did the time traveler. George, George Orville. George Orville. That's what no, I meant. Orson Welles did the time traveler. Oh, not Orson Welles. H.G. Wells did H. the time Wells, traveler. Thank you. Orson Welles was a filmmaker who made Citizen Kane. H.G. Uh, oh, Wells Pray made for the me, Time dude. Machine and War of the Worlds. H.G. Wells. And then, Wells. Uh, and then George, George Orville made 1985 and Animal 84? Farm. 1984? 1984 and Animal, Animal Farm. Farm. Okay. Um, and anyway. And Ray Bradbury made Fahrenheit 451. Fair enough. I'm sorry. Thank you. Hey, you know, and we don't get Aldous our facts right made here. A brave new world. We just say whatever the fuck we Because I guess want. we're just listing dystopian novels dystopian now. it's a dystopian future with some fucking cops that beat the shit out of everybody and he's trying to figure out a way to go against this benefactor to get back to his girlfriend that he met orson scott card made ender's game all right all right <laughs> all right i get it i don't know names thank you i'm just making you don't get the o's mixed up again the orsons the or- oh, yeah. i fucked don't, them up <laughs> don't get orson George wells hg wells, wells and orson G scott card mixed up although they dude. do probably if you wanted to do that weird little like red string to the pictures they probably you could probably connect, connect, them connect them all yeah somehow. you could do some conspiracy theory shit anyway dog shit they should have named it the shit it looked like one of the worst fucking movies i could have imagined even watching i'm looking at it again right now and i'm just like stop it why why did you do this um, but hey, man, you know, they got to get theirs in too. That's fair. Um, and to be honest, dude, I think a lot of these movies are going to suffer from the f- same fucking thing. Um, it's, they're like wet dreams. They're like the right wing white males wet dream of how they would react to any of these crazy ass fantastical situations. I make the best decisions all the time fucking perfect you know what i mean like that's what i get out that's the vibe i got off of these anyway very disappointed uh in a, in the trailers the fact that sean Aston in that and is really breaking my heart dude so it'll come down to what you like take but, what roles you can get like, i guess it's not like hollywood itself doesn't infuse most of their movies with yeah, exactly what they want people to see and think and stuff like that. It's just which one's entertaining to you. And to us, <laughs> Angel Studios type movies, Hallmark not, type movies are not what not we're looking for for entertainment. My cup of drug. Hollywood's laying down the entertainment and vibes and we're picking up on them. Yeah, though, yeah. Um, but I, there's a audience for everything. There's a demographic, and the people that run Angel Studios are not. They know, starve. they know their demographic. Yeah, that's for damn sure. And that's what it's about. It's okay. about knowing your demographic. So, so Wes Anderson's we, just like, I know that there's this. I know the people that love me, and I'm going to keep tidy, tidy hipster redhead in rural Oklahoma that's that loves my marking shit. off the days on the calendar until I put off another. <laughs> fantastical nonsensical color matching movie <laughs> all right and he's gonna joy puke his popcorn out in the there, trash can on his way out you mentioned this when we were there there were a surprising amount of people here for this movie that doesn't surprise me because again angel studios is not gonna starve too we're in oklahoma okay <laughs> um um Something. But the, the 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 type of people that came to see this movie did not so surprise we, me at all. We were in like the very front row. So after it was over, well, there's no one in front of us. Let's put it that way. And we were third. We're row, third row seat. Um, when it was over, I like. I'm a. I'm Took a, a gander. I, I'm You're a, a people I'm, watcher. I'm a. I'm a student of culture. I. Uh, I like to. I like to observe and think about things. And so I was curious. I was like, it sounded pretty full. Um, people did clap at the end. I'd heard from other people that watched well, it. There was clapping. I want to. I want to state there's an inspirational message, quote unquote, at the end. And those kinds of messages, you kind of look like a dick if you don't clap. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like I was actually oh, surprised okay. you clapped. I was Fucking, like, right, right. anyway, you know, um, way to go, man. But there was a lot of enthusiastic applause. Yeah, that, anyway, I wasn't really enthusiastic. Cool. So I was just I, like, All right. I turned around and I looked at this crowd as they filed out. And it was probably, if not a hundred percent white, like ninety-eight percent mid forties to fifties. No, 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 no. That was too young, man. These people were. I would say. Oh, the there were some geriatrics. Age, there were some geriatrics. Most, yeah, I would say the minimum age. We were the youngest people in there by ten years. 
Easy, easy. That's what I said. And the mid-40s. youngest age was like mid forties, and then it mid-40s, went up 50s. to like probably eighties. Yeah, there were some old. I would say the average age was right around 60. 60? Yeah. Maybe there was a lot of white hair, and that's uh, for sure. It's interesting. Uh, I mean, I kind of. It's. I was walking out. I was like, the group that's least likely to have a child trafficked is the only people that came to see this movie. <laughs> Got them. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to really make of that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something I observed. I really don't have an yeah. opinion on it. Yeah, it's it just, just, it's just I mean, old white people but were to the be only honest, ones in the theater. Like watching the movie, it's kind of custom tailored for those individuals. Um, to be honest, if you're well, yeah, I think if you're uh, white, I don't think most white. of the people in there were in there because they're just like, I want to see a movie about that tells me about child, child trafficking. Because I think most people are already aware that. Tr- human trafficking in general is an issue. I think that most people that went to see it, especially where we live, just wanted to support Jim Caviezel and say because that they of his political views. A, yeah. good, a good movie. Say they saw, good, and, that, and a, a movie made a by a wholesome... Did you see that Sound of Freedom uh, movie there? My grandson took me there. Distributor. On. Wonderful, so, man. This is a group of people that is likely to continue to support. They, they're that demographic that they want to see a certain thing, and Angel Studios is going to give them that thing. And so they will this go is the age group and yeah. the demographic that likes that, and that's who filled the theater. It wasn't a group of people. It wasn't. If you were to put together a giant seminar of who cares about human trafficking, that seminar is going to be far more diverse than this movie was. This movie was people going because Jim Caviezel, Angel Studios. And I hate to say it, like this is going to sound very judgmental of me, but I think that they're also going to be like, I did my part. I watched that movie. There's there's probably nothing else I need to do, man. There's probably a few people in there. Well, there's not a whole lot else you can do. Like I was talking to you about that when you left the theater. So you can keep an eye out for it, and if you see it happening, yeah. But but it's like you know what I mean. Well, well, that's that's my piece about the campaign. Not many people in that theater, even though some of them probably think they can. Not many people in that theater are gonna like run down and like hey like. You best leave him. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna close line a, a motherfucker gonna, scooping up a kid for yeah, sure. They're not gonna jump on they're the back of the car and punch out the windshield. Chuck a walker at it. You yeah. know what I mean? No, yeah. they're, they're like. But I'm not saying like I'm not saying it should be direct. Like they should be directly influencing it. But my man didn't create a fucking. He didn't like. We got a website where you can buy for somebody else, buy somebody else's ticket so they can watch this movie. Like what the fuck? You don't have anything that's going towards, like, the police force that is working towards figuring out how to resolve it? You know what I mean? Like, nothing. There's no fundraiser for that. There's nothing. It's like... There may not be a police force that's working to resolve it. That's what's fucked up. You it's see what I'm saying? Pretty much every agency has a part in trying to take care of human trafficking when they can catch it. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, but there's, you no, know, there's no, like, specialized... I, yeah, yeah uh, I don't think... Might I maybe mean, at the federal level... But here's here's, right here's, here's the canned message that you can send to your politician and fucking copy paste that shit. So this movie is based on a true story and the department that the character works for and that the guy in real life worked for is the Department of Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess they have a division that focuses on this. But again, yeah, it's yeah. just a division. It's just a there's small no, division. Like, yeah, there's no like department of yeah, yeah, yeah. missing of persons or something of course, like but that. But I'm just saying, right? But like, there's, I mean, think of all the dumb stuff we spend money on. Now that's got me thinking along those lines. Yeah. Like all the stuff that the government does and they can only devote this much. This tiny this movie fragment. demonstrates it. And this is yeah. one of the things that actually happened is the guy's like, Hey, give me more money. And they're like, that's like, not, no, 10,000 was your nothing, budget. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with home. us. Come yep. back. Um, yeah, it's I'm fucked sure up. we could make cuts somewhere to make room. For oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. And this movie doesn't, other than seeing that, but like, at no point are you given a plea like, "Hey, call your congressman and say you." Yeah, want nothing. A, a there's sex no call to action division. except for to buy somebody else's movie ticket so they can watch it. the fucking movie. Yeah. That's it, and that to me was very disappointing. So, so. that's what I'm seeing in a lot of uh, reviews that are negative. They're not like the movie was dog shit. Yeah, they're they're, they're not like, saying bro, what that. do you want us to do now that we've watched your movie? They're saying, yeah, they're saying that the message of what to do next is, is dog handled shit. incredibly poorly. Dog shit. It's bro. like, okay, so now we saw that. What can we do about it? More people seeing it doesn't do any good. What do no. we physically do about it? Yeah. That's where all the bad reviews are coming from. Yeah. And reviewers aren't 
trashing it. Some of them are saying like, ah, oh, it's actually decent. Yeah, no, seriously. Like it's not, like I said, it's not like, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't hyped to go see it in the first place, but I was thoroughly surprised with a lot of elements. Um, we'll get into spoilers, what I wasn't uh, pleased about, but, um, and you and I, I think resonate on how that should have been done. Right. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, is that if you're trying to elicit a response, you can't, you can't make it a fairy tale. You know yeah, what I mean? No, not at all. You can't let's fucking actually, make it a, a fairy on that tale. Note, let's get into spoilers. Yeah. We'll so let's go to spare. We're going to go into spoilers now. Oh no, dude. Do you know what time it is? What time is it, man? It's time for the spoilers. spoilers! Oh, oh my God. Get out. You're going to know what happens. Get out of here. We're spoiling spoilers, it. Spoilers, baby. Did you want to watch it too bad? We're going to spoil it. If you stay. Spoiled. Spoiler. <laughs> It has been too long since we've heard that. I know, dude. Um, so, like I said earlier, there is a point where you could have cut that movie off and not only made it a better film, more complete from an actual film standpoint, you could have Send made a much more much impactful stronger message. and impactful message. Sure. So, to preface this, the movie doesn't try to rescue a ton of children. Um, uh, there is a point where a group gets saved, but it focuses on two so, children in particular. Let's little, start. Let's start it off. The group that so the true story that it's based on was about was about a group. a group of kids getting rescued, and this this guy Tim uh, Ballard Ballard Tim Ballard and another unspoken hero who in the movie is portrayed that he he was ex cartel or something. What was he? Vampiro. Uh, yeah, he was the money launderer for yeah. the Medellin cartel. Yeah, so he, so so I'm assuming there's a guy that was like that that Tim knew that also corroborated with him to basically get a bunch of these like sex traffickers that that are the I would say probably ground zero for the kids that are getting abducted. Get them on this island and then have the Colombian police task force like come in and scoop these motherfuckers up, right? Uh-huh. And so that happened. And it's really cool because that's some of the B-roll that you get to see, right? But obviously with it being a movie, like you said, it's very, it's focused on two specific children to really try to drive the point home, right? Yeah. Um, and it's it also makes you familiarize yourself with and see the anguish of the father. Yep. <clears throat> it's much more personal. Yeah. And you see how happy he is to get, they get one of his children back. His son. And he's a good dad. And he's, he is, right? he just made kind of a bad decision. You don't, until you know, these things are happening. You don't really watch yeah. out for them. Um, but he gets his son back and he's happy, but he's still not complete. And Tim Ballard's character and this, I, this part is fictional. Um, so you could have done whatever you wanted with this. Uh, goes, you know what? I hate the way how sad he looks. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say get that. this well, daughter. And, and it's not no just the dad; what. it's the boy. The boy gives him the necklace and says, "You're gonna help me find my sister, right?" And yeah. it's like, "Fuck, dude!" Yeah. And this so boy's like, been. I gotta find this girl. Yeah, I, I will say it's very tasteful how they uh, portrayed the sexual abuse. There was never any. Um, I mean, aside some brief cinematography of him, like, you know, obviously these, these, one of the jobs of these like agents is to actually watch the, uh, the footage and obviously recount it in detailed format. And it's got a scene of him like, you know, fucking crying and you see a little bit of a reflection of something bad happening, but very yeah. tasteful in that sense. Well, and you, and you knew it would be because of course. like these people, no matter what you think of them, they they are against this, right? Yeah, yeah, of and course. they want to protect children. Yeah. And even if you're having a child act out something it's, like this, it's, it's grisly, going man. to yeah. possibly have a detrimental yeah. effect it's, on it's them. It's grisly. And so they don't they don't even want them to like pretend that they're yeah. being assaulted. But but they weren't they weren't shy about about it. They, it I mean it definitely elicits uh, a feeling of like you know, this, this disgust and frustration towards, towards it. And, and so they did that very tastefully. Um, but you know, uh, the problems I had are, are those, those wet dream fantasies is what I like to call them, where he's like, I'm going to convince this pedophile by pretending to be one of him. And then he like goes through this whole little spiel with him and takes him out to dinner. And the guy hooks him up with teddy bear, which is going to be the kid, like all of that. It's fucking, it just it annoyed the shit out of me that it's like, bro, like, I don't know what you think you're, you're doing here, you know? 
Like, ha I outsmarted a pedophile. Never trust a pedophile. And everyone in the, in the theater was like, ha, 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 ha. It's like, okay. I don't know. I, I just, to me, it's like, bro, that's not how they get the data. That's not how they get the information. Scrub his fucking hard drive. Find a contact. Go, that, go about that route. Why do you have right. to play out this fucking wet dream fantasy where you take this obvious fucking dude, pull him out of the, this prison and you know, manipulate him into believing you're one of, you know what I mean? So it's just so convoluted. There's that, but you're lucky because this is what most people I think would really want to do. You're lucky. He didn't just like beat the information out of him. That would have been 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 okay with that. That would have been like, like prisoners even more. You see, you remember Prisoners? Yeah, I can't stand that movie. That's my that's my least favorite. Yeah, Denis Villeneuve. When like when yeah when Hugh Jackman puts him in the bathtub and fucking fucks his ass up for the love of his kid, I would have been okay with that. You know what I mean? To be honest. So so we're getting kind of off topic. So he gets the little boy. He and then the group of children that's rescued is hoping that the daughter is amongst them. Yeah. And that's then, the whole spiel. And right? then the daughter isn't. And yeah. so it goes back to the father looking at an empty bed with a drum that he's bought for the daughter on it. She, uh, Yeah, she's big singer, drummer type. Right. Yeah, very talented. You end it there on that horribly sad note. Empty bed, the daughter's not coming back because most of these kids do Don't. not come back. Yep. And, and what's crazy, end the it. father has such a good line too. Because he says when he gets the son, right? He's like, we got your son. And he's like, "If he, sa- he said, you're a family man, right? May yeah. I? And he looks at the photos and he goes, if one of your child's beds were, were empty, empty, how would you feel? How would you feel? Right? right. And it's like, fuck, dude. And your best way to play to people's emotions is to... Leave them fucking feeling yeah. guilty yeah. and powerless yeah. to, to something that should not be, that should not exist. Instead, you get an extra 30 minutes. Of- 30 minutes? It was like 50, I think. Well, you get an, it felt like 50. You get an extra massive chunk of movie where it's just some Rambo bullshit to get this daughter back. Yeah. And then you just get people get to say rah rah at the end of the movie. No. If you want this message across that this is that a, girl a doesn't come heart home, dude. wrenching situation that needs to be fixed, you leave that bed empty that girl and you send home. people home yep. thinking, like, what if that was my kid that never yep. came back? Not, oh, some SWAT team's going to go get my kid. I'll be all right. Yep. There's heroes. Heroes will make this all better. Heroes aren't making this better. No. Nope. Two million yeah. kids disappear a year yeah. that, that no one found. There's more empty beds than there are kids delivered back home. Yeah. Why are you making this look have such a happy ending? Yeah. It shouldn't be a crowd pleaser. If you're wanting to get a message across, get the message across that this is dark, this sad, is fucked. horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, I agree. So. I was very I was very disappointed in that. And then uh his fucking vampiro dude. Bro, this guy had an answer for fucking everything all the time, and he wouldn't stop fucking smoking cigars. It was like... I've never seen a movie. I told you this while we were in the theater. No movie has ever made me want a cigar worse. (laughs) By the time it's over, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going somewhere to help traffic children. I'm going to the cigar shop. (laughs) He's like... They're like, oh, no, here's the situation, and we don't know what to do. Well, guess what I got, brother? (laughs) Yeah. Ah, it's gonna be biblical. Yeah. Ah. My favorite one, Fucking the you whole son of a bitch. movie, was when the Colombian, the Colombian guard was like, "The scorpion has her. They're south of this river. No one goes south of this river. It's owned by the rebels." And then everyone gives up. Everyone's like, oh, even even Jim Caviezel's like, "Ah, oh, no one goes south of the river. Oh, it's uh, it's over. Okay, I guess that's it." And he even like starts kind of turning towards the door. And then old Vampiro's just like, "Doctors go down there sometimes. Wonder if there's an epidemic in those mountains right now." <sighs> and then Jim Caviezel looks over at him like, "You son of a bitch! You did it again." Yeah, just this, and they fucking smirk. come out with their little doctor fucking badges. Yeah, and they do like a montage of them getting some training from some doctors. Like on that. yeah, on how to say subdural hematoma. Yeah, and then fucking oh my favorite, and this is where I think it was like that COVID bullshit, right? There's oh, a yeah. whole conspiracy about the COVID vaccine being GPS trackers. They just added in this little thing where the Colombian uh, task force. The head of the Colombian task force is, is like, I have two GPSs for you. And he gives them some syringes. He goes, you can keep them in the in your wallet or you can inject yourself. And then they both put it in their wallet. And it's like, 
Okay, dude. But then they never mention that. They again. never. Yeah, it's used. It's used very briefly to showcase when he's coming back down the river, and maybe briefly when he gets taken alone by the river. Hey, you guys are splitting up. What's happening? He's uh, on his own. He's on his own. Oh, he didn't have a cigar in that scene. They That's wouldn't. Right. They wouldn't let me go with him. So yeah, but yeah, he finds the girl. Fucking has a fight scene. I guess you could call it a fight scene. Um, with the scorpion and, uh, he ends up stinging the scorpion, obviously getting the girl out. He doesn't even like heroically die or anything. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. It's just, it's already, it, it just became more and more far-fetched yeah, to like a point said, where it, it detracted. Rambo. Yeah. It detracted from the overall message. Right. And that, that to me was very disappointing. I'm not, I'm trying my best not to fucking put that into the rating of the movie. Yeah. But uh, even even if there wasn't a message involved in the movie, that whole part of the movie was just fucking disjunct, disjointed. It wasn't. I don't know. It had no no level of cohesion to the rest of like what was going on. <laughs> I think it should have ended at the raid, dude. And I think it should have then switched over to like, yo, imagine your kid not coming home. Yeah, the girl. Imagine didn't come your home. your kids credits has the empty bed with the fucking empty drum on it. You know, I don't know. I so I was. <laughs> I was really disappointed in that. I still so think it's so funny. Bill Camp from Massachusetts was uh, the Colombian money Vampiro. From Medellin. And also, like, it's, every time he, he calls him Timoteo. 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 I, uh... Guess what, Timoteo? I would say if I, if I was to fight drug trafficking, I would try to do the same thing, though. I would buy kids to fucking get them out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, because that's the only thing I could think of possibly doing to be able to. I mean, like, yeah, catching the pedophiles helps, right? But it's like, it's fucked, man. There's always going to be a market for that. Like, how do you fucking stop that? You know what I mean? Yeah, some of those kids, you're pretty much your only option is to buy them to get them out of there because otherwise, where are they going to get sent next? Yeah, it's like, it's fucked. It's like, so, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those. This is a really pessimistic way to look at it, but it's like it's like mowing your yard. Like cut the grass, but it grows back. Like it's a never-ending fight. Yeah, there's really no way to snuff it out except to snuff the demand out. And what are you gonna do? Change the fact that people yeah, are deranged? I think it's important to know. Been trying yeah, to do yeah, that yeah, for two thousand yeah, years. This well, so here's the battle, right? And this is this is again. I can't say this would fix it. I can't say that this would solve it. But I think that if we had a way, and again, this is going to be a hot take for a lot of people, so fucking buckle up. If we had a way to legalize sex work, I think it would alleviate a shit ton of that. I genuinely do, right? If there's, if, if we started working towards legalizing sex work, I genuinely believe that it would, it would, it's not going to solve the problem, but it would alleviate it considerably, right? Because here's the thing. A lot of those individuals, if they don't have to take an illegal avenue, they're going to take a legal route, right? In my opinion, again. Well, but depending on how well you regulate that, you're still going to have somebody taking it. Oh, it's going to happen. It still happens in fucking Amsterdam. It still happens everywhere else that yeah, it's legal you, yeah, for you, sure. You still have like the you know I mean? abusive but, pimp type individuals. But the, but the, the level, is they're but not going I, to jail. I would be interested. I can't say this with confidence, but I would be interested to look at like statistics as far as like, like locations that have legalized sex work and how it's affected the overall, um, well, so it's just a difficult demographic to track. That's you not. Know what I mean? That's not going to help. That that would ha- put a dent in trafficking, right? But like we we talked about this when the movie like was over. When I said like four or five year old kid, like who in the world Bro. is attracted to that? Yeah, and it's not the same person that's attracted to your friendly neighborhood hooker. It's someone yeah. that literally uh, yeah, is attracted sure. to just that. You said it well innocence yep. that they want to steal and they're into that and that's yep. what they're they're about if you made prostitution legal these people are still going to be like that's not what i want yeah it's a spectrum though i, I think there i th- it's a, i think it's a spectrum and i think there would be some people that are like 
oh, here's like a 18-year-old with pigtails. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like there, you might a shave a little bit of the... You might, you might I mean, it might a little bit off down. The top. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that it's going to solve it by any means. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that, like, it's a fucked situation all around, right? Um, and the scary thing is, it's getting worse. It is. 5,000% in, like, 10 years or something like that. Well, this is, the, this, is, this is, like, the gift and the curse of the age of communication, right? Is that when you do... It used to be when you would have some sort of depravity that went against society, you either adapted or you got kicked out of the group. Now... With the age of communication, you can find can these find social circles other. and create these fucking feedback yeah. loops of validation that it's not you guys that are wrong. It's the rest of society that needs to adjust to you guys. This is getting it's really fucked, down man. in the weeds, but it's they, the age of communication is called a gift and a curse. I think it's far more a curse a than curse? a gift. Really? Far more a curse. I, think, I don't think it's run its course yet. You, you have people that are less socially adept because of it. You have people that are emboldened to do things that yeah, but, you shouldn't do because of it. But the amount of research, the amount of collaboration, the amount of things that we've done that have yeah, benefited no, the world, there are the amount of visibility that has been put on these things, I'm like just, all of these I'm are saying, really good. I'm not saying, I'm not, I think it, it needs to run its I'm course. I'm saying it hurts more than it helps. And you've got like, like cyberbullying and people killing themselves because someone online told them they're that stupid like well and then just the the things that you do now because it's it's recorded for eternity you can't get past it bro yeah i I played tag i played tag when i was like seven years old and i had to take a shit and i didn't want to go to the bathroom and take a shit so i took a shit while i was playing tag i shook it out my pant leg fucking crumpled out and everybody was like ah gross imagine if that was online they'd be fucking running that shit on me Today, you well, know what I mean? You'd probably be rich. You'd be on Tosh Point. If I was able to make, if I was able to survive the ridicule, dude. But imagine 10,000 people fucking ostracizing you and treating you differently because of a mistake that you made. Imagine you know being I mean? on Tosh Point and having to do it as an adult. He's like, I need you to I, redo yeah, that. Right like, now? No problem. Let's play tag. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm a different kind of person, though. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, it's I like. So, yeah, so I get that, but, but at, this, at the end of the day, I don't think that it's run its course yet. And where I see, I'm, I'm optimistic about the fact that there's so much exposure to all of these negative things. And there's so many things that we didn't, you know, plan or prepare for that we now have the ability to pivot. We now have the ability to, again, treat it. It's just like, I, I don't want to say it's just like, it's very similar to alcohol in the 30s, Right. When there, when there was this point where it got, it got so out of control that they decided that they needed to fucking completely ban it, right? And that didn't, that didn't fix anything, you know. So it's like it, it, that's where we're at with the age of the age of communication has led to uh, this feeling of entitlement, ease of access, and communication has led to this like feeling of entitlement with everything at your fingertips. You should have everything whenever you want it. Yeah, but. But I also believe that it has genuinely caused, it has opened up so many avenues for success, for monetization, right? Yeah. For being able to be passionate, right? So it's like, I just don't think it's run its course. I I think it's both. And this probably depends on what you're doing. But I think in a lot of situations, innovation is much more efficient in person than over the communication channels. Yeah. I... I think there's certain functions, and I take this from my own work. I think there's certain functions that it doesn't matter if they're there or home. Doesn't matter. Could be just as good at home as there. If you've got like a group of people designing something tangible, they need to be in the same room. Um, and I've seen it. I've watched it happen. Uh, r- remotely, just not not work as well. Uh, because humans don't just communicate with words. Yeah. They communicate with body language. They communicate actions. with yeah, sure. actions and things like that. So there's, and and I'm starting to be disturbed by how many companies are caving and being like, all right, all you stay home. Um, b- but really, that's uh, it depends on what you're doing. If you're, I don't think the atomic bomb would have been invented if instead of all collected at Los Alamos. I'm using this because Oppenheimer's coming up. Instead of everybody collecting at Los Alamos, they were all on their computers across the country. That bomb doesn't get made. And if it does, it doesn't get made as well or it doesn't get made as quickly. Um, 
something like that. But then there's scores of other things that send them home. Like what you do. You don't need to be in person for that. I, I will say, well, I well, will say so that there's parts of like, my job like, that actually are like when really you're in the field in for Ring Central, obviously, like, and not only that, but the, even the, this the, job. The, the customer, the customer, like, really appreciates seeing. Well, 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 and the other thing is it, it also kind of puts an obligation on the client, right? Oh, well, this guy's here, right? If this guy's here, we might as well, while we got him, we might as well look at this, right? Versus a Zoom meeting where you can go, oh, I'm not going to join that, right? So, so I'm not, I, again, I'm not, I'm not advocating against uh, remote work or anything like that, right? But. No, it's got its place. I, I just, I just want to say that, like, I think, uh, I, I think that if we can get to a point where. I, I'm I'm more even not so much focused on like workforce type type shit, but like we live in excess. You know what I mean? Most of us, at least in the United States, live in excess, right? To a point where it's like if we allowed ourselves to be inconvenienced minorly and let that inconvenience be placed somewhere else where they're not living in excess. They're living in what's opposite of excess? Like fucking famine? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, poverty. well, yeah, poverty. That's fair. Squalor. 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 There we go. Take some of your inconvenience to raise the, the quality of life for those living in squalor. Just a little bit, dude. That's when you're going to start getting these, these more innovative ideas. These individuals, when their brain power is freed up from having to figure out how to survive day to day, it can then be used for something else. That's going to benefit humanity as a whole, right? But where communication sits, dude, it's a gift and a curse, man. How do you stop fucking social circles that that create these toxic feedback loops for each other? You don't. You know what I mean? It's impossible. Not anymore. It's impossible. Cat's out of the bag. But Only way is forward at this point. Yeah, but at the end of the day, man, I don't know. I, uh, I'm still optimistic about the future. Um, I, and as far as this movie's concerned, <laughs> I don't think it's, it's doing anything. Uh, I mean, his, his speech at the end is that storytellers are what make things happen. And that the, the actual storytellers of the movie, it's not him. It's not Tim. It's the kids. Um, Fair point, but the movie was definitely not framed from the perspective of the kids. There were really good scenes that in, that had you experience what the kids probably experience on a regular basis, but the majority of the movie was a fucking crusade, and and he really he really drove that crusade home by creating the second half of the movie where he where he he gets the girl at the end, you know, saves the girl, Timoteo. Timoteo. Timoteo ended up being the boss of the of the fucking and I, I was disappointed in that, man. I, they, he should have left it heavy. He should have left it dark. <laughs> so I don't know saying. why little like dumb parts stick out to me, like when he's telling the kid, My name's Tim. Timoteo. Timoteo. And the, the kid's, kid's like, like Timoteo? What? And he's like, Oh, what Spanish is that not name, how you right? say Tim in Spanish? It's like, don't second guess yourself, buddy. You got yeah, it. All right, you've man. been doing this a yeah, while. He's gonna give you a necklace been, that has your name. You've been on working it. for the feds on the Mexican border for thirty years. You're letting this kid question whether Timoteo's the. I will say their Spanish was really good. Even the white guys. Yeah. I mean, when you do that job, you Mucho probably pick it up. Queso. <laughs> Dula puerto. No. no. Mucho queso. No, no queso. No queso, no James. Queso. Just coming on. There's no mucho dang old man. Tell you right now, brother. Hell yeah, man. I went and saw that movie, man. I'm I'm fucking saving the world out here, man. I I spent three hours in that movie theater, man. Changed changed the world. Changed the world, I did. I tell you right now. I, I didn't buy nobody no tickets though, but that's okay, man. I saw it. I did my part, you know. I did my part more than the, the motherfuckers did anything. You know what I mean? I'm getting self-righteous. I need to dial it back. Be curious, not judgmental. At the end of the day, 6.5 out of 10. He took the wrong ending. <laughs> you can watch the movie for free. We're going to wrap We're gonna wrap this up with this last question. Okay, here we go. Aimed at you. Oh, why me? Go, hit me. 
I don't even know if this is going to come out on Blu-ray and DVD. Does this need to be seen, or streaming? Does this need to be seen in theaters? Oh, I forgot about that. Fuck. I mean, it's free. It didn't Get have a fucking horrible free cinematography. Uh, no. The, the cinematography was... I mean, there, there were parts that I enjoyed. I liked the tear when he was watching the shit. The kids? It starts going fuck, in the man. window. It starts going out of the window. That's yeah, all right. I mean, I, I could have take yeah. it or leave it, you know? The kids in the fucking container? That was very claustrophobic. That was well done. When they opened it and it smelled like shit, that was well done. I forgot about that, and I was like, okay, that's fair. It probably would smell pretty bad. Um, the kids screaming and it zooming out from the big-ass fucking barge. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think the movie theater added anything to it. I mean, he definitely did in his yeah. fucking speech. He said that, but it's free. Angel Studios got a hold of drones, if not a helicopter. It's free? Go watch it in theaters if you're going to watch it. Yeah, I'd say go watch it. I'd say if it's free, go watch it. If you can get a free ticket, watch it. If you got AMC stubs, go watch it. I'd say just go watch it. Just Pay to watch if it. If anything, you got to. Be a part. Do of your club. part. Do your part. Save the kids by watching this fucking movie. You're not gonna save you're the not, kid by watching this shit. movie. Um, no one's saying that. But go watch it. Yeah. Unless I would say the only people don't go watch it if you are really familiar with what's going on in the world of human trafficking, trafficking. and child trafficking. Yeah, which I think most informed people know how bad it is. Because, yeah, like, fun. I don't know hardly any moms in our circles of friends and acquaintances that aren't very much aware of, very um, careful and attentive to where their children are at all times, especially when out and about in public. Yeah. Um, you see parents all the time, like, yelling at your kids, like, stay with me, like, stay yeah. close, blah, 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 and, and no matter where you are. So people obviously know. They know this is an issue. And if all this movie's going to do is spread awareness and everybody's already aware, what's it doing? Not a um, whole lot. But if there's people that aren't aware or if you're worried hey, about it. You know, I like respect to the dude for trying, though. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not I, I don't want to shit on him. for No, that, no, no, right? no. Like, no, it's, good for it's him. Like, yeah, dude, I, I, I'm him. glad that you're trying to raise awareness. But it, you know, there's a fine line between like raising awareness and, and exploitation. I don't think he hit the line of exploitation. But it definitely raises your eyebrows a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, like there's more, there's more, there, like, what, what are, what message are you sending that's not already been heard? You know? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I know, man. Know. I'm not trying to get that crazy with it. I'm not trying to get right. that into the weeds with it. I'm just saying that, like, so next week, the campaign could have been better. Coming up Coming next up. week. Hopefully next week. Hopefully. We're going to do our well, we're we're gonna do our best. Yeah, we got to do some gymnastics. That's fair. Morning. Fuck. Um, I don't know what movie we're going to do. That's going to be a surprise. Ooh. Spider-Verse. It could be that. It could we'll be Indiana Jones. It could be. Indiana Jones comes out then? It's already out. Who's in it again? Who's the new? It's Oh, it's Harrison it's God, Ford again. Yeah, and his goddaughter is Phoebe. Waller Bridge. Waller Bridge. She did. Uh, she's doing uh, Tomb Raider. She's de- They're doing a Tomb Raider Amazon series, and it's being written by Phoebe Waller Bridge. Oh, she's and it's writing it. I was like, I don't want to see game. her ass Tomb Raider. It's based off of the new video game. I'm actually kind of excited for that. That's cool because again, Phoebe Waller Bridge did Killing Eve the first half, right? Fleabag. Fleabag, which she I haven't was seen yet. A I need to watch. Polisher for James Bond Spectre. Spectre, that's right. I like Spectre. A lot of people didn't like Spectre. I don't like how it ended. That's what fair. blasphemy. That's fair. I rewatched him. Not it's that not long like ago. we're trying to make a movie about the plight of spies. You can make Bond end happy. Come on. Okay. Okay. Pump the brakes. It's still yeah. good. Anyway, no, I liked it up till that point. Okay. I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. I guess Spectre like a seven and a half. Yep. But yeah, she's doing a Tomb Raider. And I think she had a part in... Was she just an actress in Indiana Jones, or did she have a part in writing it, too? I'm not sure. However, something that I'm supremely disappointed about is they were making a remake of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. What? She was going to be Mrs. Smith. Okay. And was going to be writing it. Okay. 
and uh, Donald Glover was Mr. Smith. <laughs> that would have been wild. And Donald bro. Glover's also an adept writer. I don't know how is much. Is he really? What's he yeah, written? Atlanta, dude. He helped oh, write Atlanta. Oh, wow. That's his bro, baby. Fucking and, curveball, dude. And so they're bro, both, how old is they're he right both now? very accomplished creators, right? Yeah. And so they had the old creative differences, and she left. Damn, that sucks. I know. If dude. they could have gone on the same page, I would have been fire. Bro, that would have been so good. God damn. Because Atlanta, I, I was late to the Atlanta party. It came out of left field gassy. and slapped me up. across the face. I was like, this is the best. I've watched like the episode that you showed me. Yeah, the one. <laughs> Bippy. Yeah. The, the barber. The barber. <laughs> damn it, Bippy, Bippy. man. Man. He's like, come, come on, I'll get you some Zaxby's. It's like the Zaxby's the construction man. workers left behind. All right. <laughs> He's like, you serious with me right now, Bippy? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Love excited. It, excited. Maybe Indiana Jones it is then. I'll watch Spider Man on my own. You're not well, you're not could, into animated shit anymore. It could be it could be either it could be either of them, man. I Little column A, little column B. What you doing? We'll figure it out. Oh, shit. I'm going to be gone. I'm going to watch them both while I'm gone. I'm going to be in Florida. I'm going to see if there's an AMC nearby, and I'm just going to go watch them. You're leaving Monday. Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. And you're coming back? I will have been back by the time this episode airs, but I'll be back like Thursday evening. Like late, like 2 a.m. That's no. Friday's the only day. How do you? I didn't even know flights got back to OKC that late. Only if they're coming from the East Coast, baby. Hmm. That's no fun. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Everything's closed in Will Rogers World Airport after, after like nine. After like nine. Yeah. Um, not that you want to buy a $75 hamburger <laughs> at Will Rogers. the airport. Yeah. Um, we'll have more Ask a Bear Rug. I think we actually have... More questions in there now. We have yeah, we got a, a couple inside track on knowing that, cooking. and then uh, another film review, and then Monday we'll maybe maybe Russian sodas. We'll see. I don't want to make too many okay. promises because okay. there's okay. some moving parts, and maybe a guest on one maybe, of the three episodes. Maybe Ooh. it would be Monday. Yeah, technically they're filmed on the same day, so if there's a guest, it'll be on Monday. Yep. You know. I know. All right. That's what we got. Well, all good things must come to an end. And unfortunately, that includes this episode. As always, remember... Don't don't be a bear rug. Don't do it. Nothing good can come from it. But seriously, we really appreciate you listening. And we hope you tune in next time. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, be sure to visit our site at thebearrugs.com for additional episodes. We have all of our socials listed there. You know what they are. Give us a like, share, comment. If you're part of the older crowd, Pony Express that shit if you have to. Thanks for listening, everyone.